Okay, so we're on Ayin Hey Amad Aleph. For counting from the top, we're on one, two, three, four, five, six, seventeen lines from the top. On the end of the line, the last two words are Bamayim Yuva. So, the Gemara is going to ask. And now, again, we're continuing with this conversation about the different types of, you know, uh, things that a person needs to become able to eat Shuma, Meiser, Kachim, etc. So the Gemara asks, "B'mayim yuva v'tamei ada ayev lamli." And so, what, what are we what are we talking about? So, uh, um, if you look at Rashi, Rashi's like six lines down on the right. V'tamei b'mayim yuva v'tamei afla achar bias hamayim karau tamei. Right? Meaning b'mayim yuva v'tamei ada ayev. Right? That the pasuk there is telling me that that he. Um, sorry, not that one. Before. There's two Rashi's before that. B'mayim yuva v'tamei ada aref. Akorcha l'truma ayri. This Pasuk, he says, uh, is l'chor referring to truma. Why? Midibay ha'erev shemesh. Because it's, it's saying, b'mayim yuva v'tamei ada aref. Right? So you can go to the mikvah, and it's actually talking about kli. That becomes tamei. And the Pasuk says about it, you put it in water, and then it's tamei until the nighttime. So presumably, it's talking about truma. Right? That you need ha'erev shemesh, and then you have then it's, 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 you know, then you can use it, right? So the Gemara wants to know, what do I need for? Lamali, typically, me uva shemesh v'tahir, right? Uva shemesh v'tahir is the same exact rule, right? That a person wants to eat truma, so they go to the mikvah, and then uva shemesh v'tahir, and then when the song, by the way, in that case, uva shemesh, you hear bia shemesh, ba shemesh means it's going down. Sometimes ba shemesh, you think, means it's coming, right? It's going to be, it's obviously, it's the bia shemesh means it's going down. Um, so that, that passage itself tells me that that when the sun goes down, after going to the mikvah, now I can eat truma. So what, what do I need? Another pasuk right, for this purpose. So uh, says the Gemara, Amr of Nilagia. Not, not to tell me that, I, that it's usher to eat truma until, until uh, the sun goes down, but that I'm not allowed to even touch truma until the, the sun goes down. The Sanya, as I said, teaches in the Nebraisa, Vitamei Yachol Lako, Vitamei Ararif. I might think Vitamei means for everything. Tamalomar Vitaher. So the Pasuk, no, no, v'tahir, then eventually he'll be tahor. I v'tahir, yachol lakol. So if it's v'tahir, I might think it's permissible to do everything. Tamalomar, v'tamei. No, I'm not, I'm not good yet, right? Until, until, uh, until the sun goes down. Ha'ketzad, kan l'maiser, kan l'truma. Meaning that, that, um, look at Rashi says, l'nagiyah, the kral de l'el b'achil l'mishtai, right? The first Pasuk was talking about eating. So this one, k'yachsiv, achayach, yochal mina kadashim, right? Yubashem, v'tahir. Sun goes down, and then I can eat kachim, right? For high crowd, but this other pasuk bekelim mishta, like I mentioned before, this this b'mayim yuva v'tamei aravis. We're talking about kelim dinagia ba'almahi. It was just about touching, right? Vashmin on kliv who adin la adam tuvul yom lo yiga b'truma. That's actually only a kliv. Even a person cannot touch truma. And and now next Rashi explains the the, the drasha v'tamei b'mayim yuva v'tamei afla achar biasamayim kroh tamei. Even after touching the the the. The water, even if you're going to the mikvah, you're still called tamei. Right? I might think have a to everything. Meaning, we come to teach me. I might think that vitamei ada arif means I'm tamei now until until sunset comes. I'm tamei to everything. No, so the pasuk says vitaher. We usually mean that, read that to mean, and now you are Tahor afterwards. And no, Vitahir meaning, and he was actually already a little bit Tahor before, 
and now it's fully tahor after going to the mikvah. So what does that mean? You were originally, and now you're more. Meaning, I was already allowed to eat meiser, right? And now, and now uh, truma. So look at, go back to the gemara for a second, right? Halketa kan la meiser kan the truma. Right? So you see that for for meiser, I was already allowed to eat meiser um, even before I. Um, before the sun went down, and once the sun goes down, because I got into the mikvah, then when the sun goes down, I'm allowed to eat shuba, right? These are like the different stages here, right? Um, so says, well, how do you know that? We've said this many times, right? How do I know? Maybe, maybe, uh, maybe I can uh, eat meiser uh, only after the, the sun goes down, and I can eat shuba just after going to the mikvah. So Gemara says, no, mistavrik yeh de chamira achila de shuba mechila de meiser. So the so again sorry right this point is talking about just not eating it's about touching so the the so how do I know that we're being more machmer by truma than meiser so the answer is because we're are more machmer by meiser by truma than meiser by eating but so we should be more machmer by by truma also when it comes to touching it just makes sense well you know, why, how, why would it make sense to, to do anything different and if you want, I'll say negia de truma mehacha nafka, or I'll tell you no. The negia of truma, the isra of touching truma, can come from a different part. Like vechal kodesh lotiga. That's a different part that says you can't touch kachim. Okay, that's kachim. As harla ochel oh eno oh eno oh eno elan Is that is that a warning not to eat, or even a warning not even to touch? You can ask Akasha how am I supposed to eat without touching? Right, so Gemara has examples of. It's going to be tacha, yeah, tacha, tacha of the If someone would put food in your mouth, straight inside. So there's, there's the, the isra of nagiya is only from the outside of your body. So if someone put the food directly in your mouth, right, so that would be eating without touching, technically. Um, um, so Tamalam, Bechol Kodesh Lotiga. So it comes to pass, Tabi Noah, Bechol Kodesh Lotiga. Ve'elam Mikdash Lotovo, and I cannot come to the Mikdash. Makish Kodesh Le Mikdash is a connection between Kodesh and Mikdash. Ma'am Mikdash, Davashi Eshmanatilis Neshama. When it comes to Mikdash, so there's an Isra of, uh, like by Kachin, there's an Isra of uh, Misa, Eid Betumma, etc. So Af Kodesh, Davashi Eshmanatilis Neshama. So the Kodesh also is referring to something that brings with it an Isra Misa if you, if you did the wrong thing with it, right? And that's talking about again truma. If you eat truma betuma, you're, you're, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a chiyav mis. Look at Rashi. It says nitilas neshama. Habala mikdash tame. A person comes. Sorry, someone comes to the mikdash. Is tame bikares? Zinus bikares. Shenemar v'nechasak. He has a mikdash Hashem time. Af kodesh davar sheish bal nitilas neshama. Hain the hainu achila betuma. Shu gabe kodesh bikares ve'ocha truma betuma b'misa. Right, we said before that a person who eats, I was the ches. That was the, the mem in the machpaz, right? That if you eat it, betuma, uh, you're going to be chayv misa. So clearly it's talking about, about kudshim, it's really talking about shruma. Okay. So, af kodesh davashi yeshma netilas neshama, uven negiya netilas neshama leika. Right? But when it comes to, when it comes to, to touching, there is no, uh, I would think there's no, there's no netilas neshama. If you touch kudshim and you're not supposed to, or touch shruma, when you're talking, there's no, uh, you're not chayv misa. No, the Gemara says, v'hai afke belashin negiya. Yeah, but the, the, the Gemara used, the, the Pasuk used the language of a Nagiyah. Why does it use the language of a Nagiyah? You're not, you're not actually uh, just touching it. It's an issue of eating it. Gemara says, no, hachika amar Nagiyah ke achila. So the purpose of this whole thing is to teach me that Nagiyah is like achila. Even though, uh, again, I don't think Nagiyah is like achila um, in terms of the severity of the Isra. Right? Eating truma betuma is going to be a chiyav misa. Touching truma betuma is not going to be a chiyav misa. But, Nagiyah's kachila, Rashi points out, ha'asr lecha, ha'asr lika. Somebody touches it, 
is all, just like you're asked, if, it's, if you are forbidden to touch, to, to eat truma, you're also asked to touch truma. But regardless, I have a, you know, one, of the, one of the two options in terms of uh, having a, a proof that, uh, that the isser of negia betruma applies in the same, the same situations that it's forbidden to eat truma. So, and the other pasuk, but my muva arif. So they come to uh, teach me these dinim that applies both to achila and to negia when it comes to when it comes to truma. Similar Fine. to chametz, right? Like chametz, you can't just eat it. You can't just like have it in your possession. Chametz, you have a separate isser of bayura bayimatze, right? You can't see it, right? You're not supposed to be found anywhere. That is true, right? You're saying why is that? You're saying me? You, can I spin it? Are you trying to say that? Why would it be that it's an isra of, of achila batuma of, of negia batuma by, by truma? Maybe because we're concerned that you might come to eat it. Right. Because the, it's the because the isra misa yeah. it could be yeah yeah it could be. Um, that'd be like if you were like you're for like giving reasons to the right. To, it's like it's what the gemara refers to sometimes as a siag daraisa. Right. So for example, you have uh, by the isra yichud. Right. So some assume the machlokas is isra yichud is daraisa darabanan. So. Uh, so if it's daraisa, so some refer to, some refer to it as a siag daraisa, right? Yichud is just a siag; it's just a fence to make sure that a person doesn't uh, you know, do do the really bad thing, right? So, uh, so but if it's daraisa, how's that a siag? Yeah, it's sometimes even the Torah itself has, you know, fences to make sure we don't do the worst iser. Um, yeah, interesting. Okay, okay. So now we're going to talk about a, to- a totally different thing, but suadaka, suadaka. So uh, we're back. If you look back in our, our Mishnah, right? So our Mishnah, which talked about different people who can't eat truma, the Arel, Temeim, Nishem, Vavdeim, etc. So now the next example, we just spent all this time talking about Arel. Now we're going to talk talking about Pitsua Daka Ukrushifcha. So the, 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 the Mishnah said, Pitsua Daka Ukrushifcha, Hain Vavdeim, Yochlu, Vinishayan, Lo Yochlu. So the lucky is someone who has pitsuadaka, uh, right? That his testicles are crushed or injured in some way. That his actual aver has been has been severed in some way. So that person and their avadim, uh, they can eat truma, but their wives, but his wife is not allowed to eat truma. But if they never had tashmish, meaning if they were married already, and then he became a pitsuadaka kushifcha. So she can continue to eat truma, right? So it's only once she's together, she has tashmish with him while he is a b'tzuadaka kushifcha that he passes her from eating truma. Okay, fine. So the Gemara asks the following question: Mantana mishtameris labia pesula de araisa achla. Right. So this is actually a conversation we had way, way a, a, a while back um, on daf uh, daf nun vav, I think. Yeah. That the, so look at Rashi. Man tana mishtameris labia pesula, achla. So Rashi says, "Dikatani vim lo yidaa mishenase betzuadaka hare elu lo yochlu afagav dimitzape umishtameris labia." Right? This should not say hare elu lo yochlu. Yochlu. That what Rashi says. Yeah. It should say that because that's what the Mishnah says. Hare elu yochlu. Right? Yeah. Okay. Good. Um, <coughs> that's what mine says too. Okay. I won't blame Rashi, I'll blame me. Hare Elu, Hare, I read it because it's the Elu, I read it as Lo Yochel. Hare Elu Yochel, yeah. So, the, so we Paskin, right? Or that's the Mishnah said, that as long as they haven't been together, they haven't had Tashmish, she's allowed to continue eating Shuma, right? Why is that? She, yes, even though she's married to him, right? She's married to him, 
and the, as soon as they have Tashmish, it's going to be forbidden to eat Shuma. So this, this halacha seems to fa- fall into the same category as, in, as any individual who's in the, you know, waiting in the wings with a relationship that will eventually pass her. Right? So where did we see that before? So the Gemara says, so meaning right now she's technically permitted to eat Shuma Midaraisa, but very soon, when she once she's together with her husband, she's going to become forbidden to eat Shuma. She's going to become Sula to it. Right? So it says Gemara, Amra Bilazar, Bimachlokish in here, this is the Machlokas, this is the Machlokas and Daphne's Nimvavis, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimonhi, and this is Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Shimonhi. Right? Rabbi Yochan Amar, uh, fine, uh, what are we talking about? Look at Rashi. Machlokas Shinuya, Perkabal Yavamto, Amana la coin Gadol, Gurusha, I try, Gurusha Vachalutza la coin Hedya, right? Mina Erison. So, Lo Yochlu Batruma, Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Yoshimon, Machjirin. So we had the following case. However, what, that's only us or once they have Nisuin. Right? So what happens when they've had Kiddushin? We mentioned before that they used to always do it, right? that they'd do Kiddushin first, they'd stay married for a year, and then they'd have uh, uh, Nisuin. So, what, uh, so the, status, what the status is that these individuals, when they become, so even she's a Bas, not Bas Kohen, she's a Bas Yisrael. Right? And she marries a Kohen Hedia, she's a Gucci, she gets these uh, Kiddushin to Kohen Hedia, or she's an Amana, marries a Kohen Gadol, just Erison, or just Kiddushin, she at that point eats Truma. Even though, as soon as they do Nisuin, she's going to be forbidden to eat Truma by, because, she, because she becomes passled by, uh, by marrying him. Nevertheless, so that, that case is the Machlokas between Rabbi Shimon and Rabbi Yochan. Rabbi Shimon, they hold that she is allowed to eat Truma in such a case. I suppose that Yochan holds that she's forbidden to eat. So the Lechora says, says, says the Gemara, it's the same Achlokas, right? What's going on over here? Or, or, or at least, sorry, the opinion in our Mishnah that says, there's no Machlokas by our Mishnah. Our Mishnah just says that she, they can eat Truma, presumably is, it is the Shita of Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Shimon who hold that in that scenario, right, by the, the, the um, Amano, who does Erison with, with the Kohen Gadol, that she can eat true masa. So too, this woman who's waiting also to, you know, uh, has not yet done anything to make her puzzle, but still has that relationship, is, remains permitted to eat true So basically, who is this? It's these guys. It's Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shimon. Fine, Rebbe Yochan, Rebbe Yochan would say, Afilu Tamer Rebbe Meir. Rebbe Yochan says, no, even Rebbe Meir uh, would agree that, again, who's of the opinion that when it comes to Amana and, and Agrusha, etc., that they are forbidden Tichuma. Shani Hacha, Shekvar Achla. He says, no, this case is different. Why? Because in this case, she's already been eating Truma. She's been married to this guy for 30 years. Right? And now all of a sudden, he got into some accident and he becomes a Suadaka. So that's not, you know, she was already eating Truma for so long. So that's why we let her continue to eat until they have Tashmish. Um, and that's why it's not really, this is not our Machlokas, meaning even the Shita that holds when it comes to Amman, Lekon, Gadol, etc., that it'd be forbidden because she's a, you know, again, she's a Mishtamer, Sabiyah, This is different because she was already eating, already eating Shuma. Because in that case, she could be a Bas, a bas Yisrael who marries the coin in the first place, right? It's the Aries that makes her permitted to eat Shuma. That was the Machlokas. Here she was already eating. Rabbi Lazar says, no, Shekfar Achalo Amin. Rabbi Lazar say no. He'll say, no, um, we are the issue of kar akhla that, that we don't care about. The, and why is that? The fact she's eating already doesn't matter to us. Why do you know Tema Because if you don't say that, we're going to say that, you know, there's many cases like that. Any, any woman who's uh, a Basisra, a non-Bas Kohen, who's married to a Kohen, she eats for as long as they're married, and then when he dies, she stops eating truma, right? Assuming she doesn't have a child, etc., right? So, um, so that's true. 
she'll let her keep eating. So we don't, we don't say that. The fact she has been eating before doesn't, doesn't mean anything for her status now. Mara says, no. Rabbi Yochanan says, no. Hasam paka kinyane. In that case, she was married and her marriage is destroyed. Right? She, got, he got, she got divorced or he dies. Here, she's still married to him. So that's in this, and he's the reason for her eating. So that's why he would, she would say no. Fine. But the, so the, basically, the Gemara ends with this machlokas. Is this, uh, would everybody agree right, that in this case, um, is unique, and that's why she allows to be able to eat. Or no, is this case actually just one side of the machlokas, and we assume that only those who would allow her to eat if she was, uh, you know, uh, a man of the Kohen Gadol or, or a Grusha, like the Kohen Hedio, a Beirishim would also allow her to eat truma here in this case. Fine. Um, fine. So now the Gemara wants to know what, what, what is. What is a Betsuadaka? What is a Kroshivcha? How, how do we, how do we uh, explain what these cases are? So says the Gemara as follows. Uh, and, I, and I'll tell you, I'm not a urologist. I can't, you know, speak for my medical information here, but I'll go with what the Gemara says. So, Ezu Betsua. What is a Betsua Daka? So, Tana Rabbanon, Ezu Betsua Daka. What does it mean that someone's a Betsua Daka? Kol Shenitsu Beisim Shalom. So it means that one of his, one of his uh, testicles was, was injured, right? was injured in some way. Um, Rashi uses nifzu kamo petza, right? So it's some type of, again, like a wound. And the assumption, the assumption in the Gemara, we're going to see throughout the time, is that it's a, an injury that makes him now sterile. Right? It's an injury that makes him in, in, unable to have, to have more children. Um, and it's a very interesting discussion, by the way, in the, in the Rishon and like, what's the svara? Like, what's the rationale that the Torah doesn't want this person? Because the halacha is a They can't marry into the, like, what, what, it's not their fault. Like, what do you want from them? So, so some of the Achron, I think it's the, the Sefer Achinuch says that there's a concern that people were doing, this is, hap, this happens, right, not on their own. This, this happens to the person to an accident or something like that. But, but there, there were those who were doing it to themselves on purpose, right? They'd be misarist themselves, sterilizing themselves. There were, there were you know, eunuchs who would work for the king, et cetera. And, they were, and, and that, um, again, this is, this is not their abundant. This is their right. So it's like those who explain the reasons for mitzvahs. And there was like this concern that people were, that the Rebbe Shalom, you know, people doing it to themselves. So because he wanted to make sure that people weren't doing it to themselves, so he made it an issue of lavoba kalashem, even if it happened not by, not by choice. That's, you know, you want to explain rationale for Mitzvah, or you can just say because the Torah says so. But, you know, uh, th- that's a reason also. But that's one of the, one of the, one of the rationales given by, by the Sefer Achim Nechalis. Okay. So, Ezu B'tzu Daka Koshen Nivtzu Beitzim Shalom. even just one of them. Vafilu Nikvu, and even if it just became uh, punctured. Vafilu Nimuko, or even if it, um, like, uh, Nimuko is like, like, Shriveled up, or like Rash says, Nimuko Machmas Maka. Nimuko Wuhuktinu Meilan. Right? It happens like from some, again, some type of injury, but it like, it like dissolves almost, you know, on its own. Vafidu Chasro, right? Or even if he's just, there's like just some piece of it, uh, you know, that, that, that gets, you know, uh, removed. So, Amr Bishmo, Benoshim Yochem, Mebroka, Shamati, Mipiha Chamim, I heard from the Chamim, Bekerim Biyavne, Shakosha, Ain Lo, Ella, Beza Achas. That someone who has, you know, only, is only missing one of the two, so he's ca- called a saris chama. What's a saris chama? So a big discussion of what saris chama means. Saris chama might mean that he is, uh, chama meaning from a fever, like, like meaning saris chama, if you took a person, you know, some, somehow has something happened to, to, to the function of his testicles because of a, a fever 
or an illness. So that's kosher. That's not a problem. We're, we're, you know, we've been talking about typically if there's some type of, of injury or something that, that makes them. So this person who has only one beitza, but again, doesn't, he has one at least. So then he's like a, he's a saris chama and he's kosher. And that, and that in which case he's not possible. So the Gemara says, Saris Chama, I mean, he's not actually a Saris Chama because that's impossible. Uh, you know, but the point is that he's like a Saris Chama and he, uh, and he um, is Kasher. Some explain Saris Chama means that he's sterile from birth, right? not just from, not from an illness, but like from the time that the light shined on him, right? from the time he saw the light of the day. Uh, fine, but those people are also, also Kasher. Fine. Uh, so now the Gemara asks a different question. If there's, a, if there's a, just a, like a puncture in one of them, you can't have children. There's a guy, there was a man who was climbing a, a palm tree. Right? And one of the, you know, uh, uh, you know branches, whatever, uh, caused a, a puncture in one of his beitzim. There's some amount of like, you know, either... Semen was coming out of the, out of the testicle, and, and it and it was like a like pus, whatever. Basically, it was clear that there had been a puncture there. And nevertheless, this person had a child. So, what do you mean that that that? I mean, again, because the whole point is that these are injuries that cause a person not to be able to have children. Um, so, uh, you, you see that Nikkei is a situation where you can actually have a child afterwards. So, the Gemara Hashalach Shmuel Akamei the Rav Shmuel sent this to Rav. Amalei Rav said back to him, Save a Chazra Abanav Me'ainim. It's, it's not true. He goes, you, you think the guy had children? And then he had children. You know, and Rashi says, him, you know, uh, if he had children, it was, it's a, there's a problem there. Uh, he, it was his wife went somewhere else. Um, it wasn't from him. Okay. Meaning, yes, we assume that, 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 that at that point it becomes impossible to have children. Uh, so Amri, Behuda, Amr Shmuel, again, I, I can't speak to the medical, medical, the medical world if this is really true or not, how, how these injuries affect the ability to have children. But, um, Amri, Behuda, Amr Shmuel, so Rehuda Mashua says, if a person it just happens on its own right, he's born that way, or again, it's, it's, it's through, not, not through a, an injury. Right? So that person is kosher. So That's why it's referred to in the Torah as Petsuadaka, but not Hapetsuadaka. The assumption being that Hapetsua means like, and an individual who has always been this way. For some reason, the hey, implies like it was ha is like you were born like that as opposed to pitsua which means it's something that's happened to you um you know once you're already alive okay so others explain no i'll tell you a different reason right why because it says and it says a mamzer is not something that becomes something that somebody did right it's the it's the relationship that that happened uh, between the parents that create this, create the mamzer. So too, uh, it's bidei adam. So so too, but suadaka, it's something that happens bidei adam. Doesn't mean it happens on purpose, right? But it just happens that it's done by people's actions, uh, even if it was a mistake. Amarava pitsua bakulan dach bakulan karas bakulan. So the rava says this this uh, this din of pitsua and dach and karas. Right, pitsua means again. Um, like puncture, dach is crushed, and karas is severed. That's true by all of the different parts of that area of the body. Okay, so what are we going to see? Look at Rashi, says, Bekulan, beitzim, vigid, vechute beitzim. Remember, that's the testicles, that's the, the aver itself, or the parts of the body that connect the testicles to the, to the, to the body. Um, right, if, there's, if there's any, any uh, you know, all of these types of injuries can happen to all three, and it would have that status. So we're going to go through each one. 
but kulon, you can have a case of of, of puncture by any of them. Any of them, right? Dach, it could be crushed. Be kulon, right? Any of them could have again, it could be crushed and have this status afterwards. And kares be kulon, the din of being severed also by all of them. Any of them, they can have any of these three. Any of these three can have the, any of these three things happen to them and have it have that status in terms of being lol yavo, but they're not able to be yavo bakalashem. Okay. So, Amr le'ahu mirabanan l'rava. So, one of the, one of the rabbanan said to Rav the following, Mimayda hai petsua daka ba'oso makom, eima merosho. How do I know that this din of petsua daka is, is, is there in that place of the body? Maybe it's, we just always assume, right, the petsua daka means in, 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 in the reproductive organs. Maybe it's not true. Maybe it means someone who had a, had a, his head was crushed. His head got, got, got injured in some way. So, because the fact, meaning, typically when there's a, some type of um, psul, right? So they say, oh, it's so a, 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 a mitzri, three generations, so the fact that we don't talk about multiple generations, so the implication is it's, it's something that makes the person not able to have multiple generations. That's the point. Maybe, maybe uh, the fact you don't mention generations is just because it only applies to him. It doesn't apply to his children. Maybe that's the reason. Right? No, do me the kroshifcha. It's like it's similar as kroshifcha. Um, no, if once you assume that kroshifcha is again severing of the of that of that that organ, right, which is in the reproductive organs, so too. Petu Adaka presumably is also in the same area. How do you know that Kushifcha is also in that place? Right? Maybe Kushifcha means uh, the mouth. It means it's, uh, it has some type of, you know, his lips were, were, were cut in some way. Whereas it says, no, Kushifcha means in a place where the thing is, uh, you know, it, it pours out. Okay? I mean, it's an area where, where there's some type of liquid that comes out of the body. Mar says, "What do you mean? The aim of mechotamo? Maybe that's from his nose." So Mar says, "No, miksev bishvoch, miksev bishvoch, karus shifchaksev." Doesn't say bishvoch or bishvoch like by his mouth, but rather karus shifcha. Sev misha ayadei krisa shofech shloy ayadei krisa eno shofech. I mean, it's the it's because of the severing that now things kind of just pour out. But otherwise, they wouldn't have ela uh, mikla. Right, meaning it's it's the it's a part of the body that otherwise things don't you know come out in a certain way, but not as much as opposed to this area where things always come out. Right, meaning the the nose things you know will constantly uh, pour out. So that's uh, that's different. So therefore, we, we, we the the, the drush is correct. It's referring specifically to Osomoko. Uh, same thing. So, you know, mamzer has to do with reproduction. So again, petuadaka also has to do with reproduction. Uh, that's another way to say it. So what happens if, I'm going to, you know, talk more about the specifics here, but the lamata means further down towards the ground, right? Further away from the body. And lamala means closer to the body. So what if a person has a, 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 a cut in, in, uh, on, again, on their, on their aver that it's 
uh, the, the atara is the, the thick part at the end, right? So the, the person has a cut down there and it goes across all the way to the, to the, to the higher part. Um, and, and it's a cut all the way straight across. So Rukhiya wants to say that he's still okay. No, as long as some of the Atara is, is cut, so then it's going to be Ma'akev, it's going to make him puzzle, and we'll talk about more of those you know, next time.